This is Susanna Hills Podcast. We hope this message becomes a revelation in your heart and will encourage you to live a Christ-centered life. Thanks for checking out our podcast. Here's today's message. What a privilege it is to, to stand in front of everyone and just share God's Word. You know, it's moments like this that I'll never take for granted. But for our online viewers, thank you for, for joining us and I hope that you'll be blessed today. So continuing in our Life in the Spirit series, uh, we spoke about uh, what does it mean to walk, walk with Him, walk with the Spirit. And today we're going to speak about making room. And as a young believer, <laughs> it's interesting how we don't understand who we have living inside of us. The moment we understand who's living inside of us, making room is the easy part. <laughs> All believers have the Holy Spirit, but not all Christians have a relationship with Him. We receive the Holy Spirit when we say yes to Jesus. But in order to experience Him, we have to surrender. We have to surrender. And when we surrender, we become intimate with Him. One of the first memories that came to my mind when we were speaking about uh, making room. I know growing up, my parents would always tell me, hey, we're having visitors over. I'm like, okay. He's like, did you make your room? I'm like, did you put everything, did you dress your bed? Did you put everything where it needs to be? And I'm like, mom, they're coming to visit us, not my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm guarantee your kids, we, yeah, yes, we have a hard time with our parents. <laughs> but, Something clicked in that moment. We sometimes treat the Holy Spirit as a visitor. But we need, He wants to be part of our lives. You know, He wants to dwell in us. But let's not treat Him like a visitor. It's amazing how we can stay in the same room with someone and have no relationship with them. We can become a stranger. And how many of us are strangers with the Holy Spirit? But today, I want to show you how simple it is to just have this beautiful, intimate relationship. And let me tell you, the surrendering part is hard. <laughs> that is so difficult, surrendering. Because we have to constantly say no to the flesh. It's a constant battle. And in Romans 8, 13, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. Thank you, Paul, for not sugarcoating anything. <laughs> That's it. If you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Thank you for that promise. So there's three things I want to discuss today. It's, uh, since I'm new in the preaching game, I always stick to the three-point sermon. <laughs> it served me well. <laughs> so, the first thing we want to speak about is who are we making room for? How are we going to do this? And why is it needed? So, who are we making room for? You know, we have downgraded the Holy Spirit in the Trinity. But, the Holy Spirit is the very essence of God. 
we carry the very essence of creation in us. I don't know about you, but that makes me excited. The very essence of God is living in us. And we sometimes forget that. And the word that comes to me is rawak, breath of God. In Genesis 2-7 we see, Then the Lord formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living creation. When God breathed into Adam, he deposited his very essence into us. We are created in God's image. We carry God's DNA. Yeah. God's DNA is flowing through us. And so I want you to tell your neighbor, he's talking about me. <laughs> he's talking about me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm not sure if we've heard the term of laminin before. This is such a beautiful discovery. So there's going to be a picture coming up. <laughs> there you go. This is a cell, a molecular cell under a microscope. This is what laminin looks like. Okay? So if you see there, I'm not sure, but doesn't that look like a cross? So this is in everyone. This molecular cell is in every single one of you. And do you know what the laminin cell does? It holds us together. It actually holds us together. It's basically the superglue of our body. Without it, we're going to fall apart. It's what holds your skin onto you. And this is God leaving traces of him in each and every one of you. This is the God. This is the Holy Spirit that we are making room for. Thank you, Jesus. Sure. So now we know who we're making room for. How do we do this? We know that the Holy Spirit is living in us, and He is constantly trying to get our attention. There's this constant battle in us. I don't know, I was speaking to the youth a couple of weeks ago, and I said, before you make any decision, there's always two voices talking to you. There's a one telling you, do it, don't stress about the consequences. And there's one telling you, be careful about the decision you're about to make, because it's going to be a lifetime of consequences. We know the Holy Spirit is living in us. And I tell you, time and time again, He always tries to get our attention. So I did bring some... Oh, thank you, brother. <laughs> so I brought some headsets with me today, just as a demonstration. Okay? So how many of us go around life with headsets on? In the spirit. <laughs> I know you have teenagers in your house who walk around like this. How difficult it is to get their attention. Sometimes you have to throw something at them <laughs> to get their attention. But we walk around with headsets in the spirit. 
okay? And God is constantly speaking to us. Constantly. But we're too busy with life and life's problems and the trials that we're facing. And we're so quick to run, to put these on. To try and mute the world, but we're actually muting God. Okay? And the moment we face the trials, suffering is going to come. Okay? It's either you suffer without, without him or you suffer with him. And let me tell you what happens when you suffer with him. Sure. There's a glory that's awaiting. Because through our suffering, God is most glorified. So now, can we, can we all do me a favor today? Okay, so we got our headsets on. But it's a f- in the physical, we're going to be taking it off. But spiritually, we're making a statement like, God, you want to take off these headsets and be in tune with what you want to do. Can we do this together, church? There we go. Yes, some of you all have massive headsets. I'm going to take a Kubus is yours. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, so are you ready? One, two, three. There we go. Thank you, Jesus. So we are making room now to hear the whispers. To hear the whispers. There's something that happens when we become intentional, intentional about hearing the Holy Spirit. I don't know about you, there's been many instances in my life where I would be driving to work and something will just drop in my heart like, Dallin, just pull over at the petrol station. I can, see, my heart is pounding now telling you this. I will pull at the petrol station, I'll check the tire pressure, check the oil, everything is good. And I'll just pull out from the petrol and station and I will head back to work. And there's an accident scene in front of me. Seconds from disaster. We don't even have to watch Natural Geographic. It's in our lives. <laughs> it's true. We are seconds from disaster. But just being obedient to a still small voice. Once, if that happens, yeah, maybe it's coincidence. That's what I thought. But time and time again, there's patterns of how the Holy Spirit keeps ministering to me because He has a great purpose. He has a great purpose for each and every one of you. And I want you to know that He is speaking to you. He is talking to you. He is ministering to you. There is this deep hunger inside of us. This wrestling, this wrestling that we try and satisfy with worldly remedies. But we read in Romans 8.23, and not only the creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit grown inwardly as we eagerly await for adoption as sons and the redemption of our bodies. A lot to take in. But constantly there's this groaning inside of us. And how many, there's a coming a day where Jesus is coming to take our bodies again, our spirit in us, a redemption of our bodies that he's speaking. And let me tell you, you are closer today than you were yesterday. Jesus is coming soon. Are we making room for him? But when he comes, we hear, we know 
because there will be many false prophets. Make room. Know his voice. So making room in your life is spending time with the Holy Spirit. Some like me, I love spending time with God in the morning. It's when my brain is most active. <laughs> and then some like my brother, he loves working the night shift, that guy. <laughs> I don't know. He loves, he's most active at night. And he loves spending time. But there needs to be intentional commitment to get to know him. To spend time with him. How else would a relationship work? How else would any relationship work if you don't put in the time? There's this famous quote by Isra Benson that said, When we put God first, all things fall into their proper place or drop out of our lives completely. If we put God first, everything else has to come to subjection to that. It's amazing when you put God first how your priorities seem a little bit more clear. So on Monday, we had... Uh, David McDonald here with us. Yes, and I was loving it. Uh, when he spoke about boundaries. Something I want to touch on today. It's amazing when we make room for something, we need to actually have our boundaries on what we let in our lives. So, he was speaking about the power of saying no. Or else we end up in the place of Oh no. How true is that? So when we make room for the Holy Spirit to work in us and to come and live in us, there's going to be distractions. I don't know how many times I say, okay, God, now I'm setting a time apart. I'm going to read. Wow, distractions. First thing, my phone is beeping. My mom is shouting. delays. <laughs> But we need to put up boundaries. We need to learn to say no. <laughs> I'm like a yes man. I'm like, yes, yes, I'll do it. Yes, yes, yes. And then I overcommit and then I don't do anything after that. <laughs> I need to learn to say no. But what are we basing our boundaries? And the story comes to mind of Nehemiah. When he was on that wall, building the wall, and he had to say no to everyone outside of that wall. Say, no, Nehemiah, stop. No. But when he was building the wall, he was building with one hand, and he had a weapon on the other. So, what do we base our boundaries on? This thing. Let, your, let scripture be boundaries for you. Anything that you're letting in, in this room that you're making, this quiet place with the Holy Spirit. Let Scripture be boundaries. Be careful what you let in, guys. Be careful what you let in. 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good character. So powerful. I was explaining to the youth a couple of weeks ago, show me your five closest friends. And I'll let you know where you're going to be in five years' time. Who are we making room for? Who are we letting in when we make room? So some practical ways. 
and how we can make room. I love being practical because the Word of God is practical. You can never sit and read this and not change. I don't know. <laughs> so some practical ways. 101, the most obvious thing, reading the Word of God. Fasting. This week was difficult. Yo. It's amazing when you're fasting, the smell of McDonald's gets even, even better. <laughs> it's like you can smell it from a mile away, like a shark in water. <laughs> Snip of blood. Yes. <laughs> but how many of us experience breakthrough after fasting? It's, it's absolutely amazing. And sometimes you may not experience the breakthrough straight after fasting, but down the line, what you fasted for years, weeks ago, months ago, but God comes through because His timing is always perfect. Praying, so important. Communication. I promise you no relationship will ever last, physical one or the spiritual one, if there's no communication. And I was reminded some of us think we have to pray these long prayers in the morning. Yes, some of us need that. But I was so encouraged when Bruce McAlpine said, short prayers are long enough. Short prayers are long enough. And what does that look like? Throughout your day, there's so much to be thankful for. Throughout your day, there's so much we need strength for. I know when I have difficult situations at work, I say, Lord, please give me strength. Short prayer. But it was meant more than enough for me at that time. When you just experienced a random breakthrough, God comes through every day, whether we see it or whether we don't. Thank you, Jesus, for today. Thank you, Lord, for seeing me through for today. Thank you, Lord, for taking me to work safely. Something small, but short prayers is long enough. Romans 8:26. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself, God, the very essence, the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groanings for words, groanings too deep for words. Guys, the Holy Spirit is interceding on my behalf is interceding on your behalf. Even when we don't know what to say, He is constantly speaking on our behalf. He's our advocate, our comforter, our counselor, the rock of God. So what happens when we make room? We obviously have to fill it with something. And what better than the word? Of God. Paul reminds us how important scripture is. In 2 Timothy 3 verse 18, 16 to 17. It's beautiful how this flows. All spirit is all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproofing, for correction, and training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. We're making room to be equipped, guys. We're making room to be effective in the kingdom. All scripture is God-breathed. The walk of God. If we had the Spirit living in us, 
and this is God-breathed. We need the Holy Spirit to be fueled by this. And it's beautiful. I'm so happy that they sang the song this morning because I had it in my notes. Even when we don't see it, he's working. Even when we don't feel it, he's working. The Holy Spirit is always working. But it's our choice whether we want to be part of it. Lord, open my eyes so I can see your goodness. I want to be part. I want to partner with you. I want to enjoy you. I don't want to be blinded by what you're doing. I want to be part. Make room in our lives to experience his goodness. As we're coming to a close, I want you, let me share the why. (laughs) So in marketing, you say, if you can always let sell the why to people, they'll buy into it no matter what. So the why. The Holy Spirit is living in me to make me better than me. (laughs) Let me say it again. The Holy Spirit is living in me to make me better than me. The more we surrender to him, the more we become like him. The more we, we, the Holy Spirit is living in us to be more conformed, to be more like, more like Jesus. So the more we surrender to the Holy Spirit, the more we can become like him. And God is constantly reminding me, I don't know, I can't sing, but constantly songs. I don't know. <laughs> this is one of the songs that, uh, that, that came to heart as well. It's very old. Change my heart, O oh God. Make it ever true. Change my heart, O oh God. May I be like you. Spirit is working in us to make us more like Jesus. Thank you, family. Thank you so much. Can I pray for us? Thank you, Jesus, for who you are. Thank you, Lord, for being so intentional with us. Thank you for having the Holy Spirit come and minister to us on a constant basis. And as we make room for you, Lord, may you speak ever so clear. And as you speak, may we be obedient. Because we are here on a mission. We're here to extend your kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us for today's message. Don't forget to check out our website or visit City on a Hill International on Instagram or Facebook for our updates, celebration times, or ways you can get involved. We are also streaming our message on Facebook Live, so make sure you join us or share the post. Thanks again for checking out our podcast. We'll see you soon.